with a very special guest today, Trevor Madua, multi-talented artist, musician, photographer. The list goes on. Uh, I'm glad to have you on the show, man. Man, there's a lot of accolades right there, man. Well, thank you, thank you. <laughs> it's good to be here. And so, so how you been, man? Since uh, first and foremost, wanted to say this man got married. So congratulations. <laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you so much. It's been great. It's been the best two weeks of my life. It's been amazing. And that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Just to get the people filled in, like, well, I gave you the description of yourself, but like, how would you <clears throat> describe yourself and, and what you do in your crafts? Describe myself. Well, I'm just one person who's so passionate about art. So anything that has the, you know, the tech art in it, man, I'm in. The music, I'm a songwriter, I sing, I can direct music, I, I play a bit of guitar, it's, you know, acoustic. And um, just recently I've just, uh, you know, ventured into uh, filmography, like cinematography. Um, I love, I love, I love film production so much, playing with B-rolls and stuff. So yeah, this this me, man. I'm all about art. <laughs> yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we we have something in the works right now. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. It's about to uh, it's about to get ready, actually. <laughs> I'm excited. For that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm super excited. I can't wait for it to come out, man. So, what was your introduction to music? Well, um, I remember back then because my mom, my mom is, is is quite musical, so she, you know, like growing up in a in a, in a, a Christian family, uh, my mom would take me to choir practices with her, and uh, you know, whenever I wouldn't make it, she would make sure that you know she brings a copy of every song that she would do a practice, so, you know, just to teach me because she she knew that I'd be on a case, <laughs> so basically. That's where it started, and uh, my passion just grew from there. And uh, and I never thought that that music would bring me this far. Now look where here I am. So this uh, I I owe it all to my mom. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. So you were just primarily sing singing, or were you messing with any type of instruments, or? Yeah. So um, I grew up in the Salvation Army. That's the church that, that you know, that, that, that I grew up in, this, the church, that, that's my church. Mm. So um, in the Salvation Army, you know, like we pray, we play um, like wind instruments. So I played an instrument called the euphonium and uh, a bit of trombone <laughs> since I was young. I think I started playing at 15. Trombone? Hold on right now. <laughs> so I'm playing at 15, yeah, so, you know, like, um, I really, I really appreciate, you know, what, what, what my church did, you know, not just for me, but for all the, you know, the, 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 the musician that came out of it, because we got like, uh, what we got from there was priceless. Like, uh, you get uh, free education, like learning introduction to music, theory wise, to practical, like, like everything is just at your disposal, the instruments are there. Uh, whenever you just want to go and practice or so your growth is just basically dependent on the passion that you have because everything is just there. yeah i didn't even know that so, yeah yeah man so it's just like basically it's it's a church but it may is it like almost kind of like a campus ground where there's different buildings or is it all in one church building no all in one church building so uh 
at my church, we literally have this like one church hall. And then we had like a small office, which had like a, a room that would store the instruments. But basically, whenever we wanted to go and, you know, learn something or just go to the office, take any instrument that you want, get in the church and, you know, start practicing. That's amazing. Yeah. And like, talk more about like, where where do you come from and, and why was that so important? to to have the, that type of like resource available okay so i i come from like here in america there's something like you that you call like the projects <laughs> you know I've, i come from the ghetto uh back in zimbabwe in harare i grew up in a place called zivara seba mm. you know so um we didn't really have a lot going on so uh it's either you you're engaged in church activities or you're on the streets I was smoking or drinking. So I believe that uh, this musical part of me, it actually played a huge role in saving me from a lot of other things that I would have engaged in at a very young age. So I, I literally spent most of my time in church just doing you know, what I loved. And, uh, you know, whilst other people were out there, you know, doing what all sorts of other things. So, I, I believe that it really played a huge role in saving me and, you know, just preparing me to be the person that I am today. And was that a byproduct of like your passion or is that also like, or is your mom like, you, you stay in church? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, um, you know, when you're young, um, there's so, there's so many, there's so many things out there that are tempting. So, yeah. It's, you you also have peer pressure. You have friends that are going to parties uh, and doing all sorts of other things. So I, I wouldn't say that it was all a byproduct of my passion. But you know, my mom as well. You know, like just keeping you know hammering me on. You know, to 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 stay on this path just to make sure that I don't get lost. So I believe my parents played a huge role as well. And then the passion actually grew. And, uh, you know, the other thing when we're young is, you know, you're young and talented. You want to stand out as well. So you really push hard. You want to get noticed. You want that attention. You know, those girls, man. When you're yeah. Young, so, yeah. So it actually pushes you as well to become better and, uh, you know, I think it was kind of like a byproduct of a lot of things. There's a lot of things in that bag. <laughs> yeah. So you, you yeah. came from that era where, you know, a lot of people don't know now, like the younger like kids, it's like still my generation, but younger. Mm. It's like, it was a time where if you knew how to sing and dance, like you were the guy. <laughs> bro, bro, it was crazy. I remember, I remember we, we had a group. So we had an acapella group called uh, Solid Praise. So it's all the praise. Um, uh, these are the guys that taught me how to sing. Like I had it in me, but I didn't know. You know, I I, I just liked the idea of them singing and you know seeing how the people would react, how the girls would scream every time they'll sing. So <laughs> so this group was you know com comprised of my brothers. There was uh, Tafazo, my my big brother, yeah. and. Uh, Desire, you know, Desire, my, yeah. my cousin. Sure. And uh, yeah. He, yeah, there was also Ray, my late brother, uh, 
you know, unfortunately, he, he was shot in, uh, in, in, in South Africa. That was about uh, two years ago. Yeah, so with that group, we, we, we... Actually, how it started, let me just take you to the beginning. So these guys were three. It was like a trio. It was, uh, they had a three-part harmony. It was soprano, alto, and it was tenor. And there was only one part that was missing. And uh, sorry, guys, that's my wife. <laughs> so, <laughs> there was only one part that was missing, which was bass. And I was so young, you know, to, to even carry the kind of voice that I had, but I didn't know. Mm. So I would bother these guys every time they'll practice, every time they'll sing, hey, I want to join the group, I want to sing too, you know. Yeah. And um, you know how it is with big brothers, they don't want like little brothers following yeah. them around all the time. Right. So my brother Tafado was like, man, you got to stay home. <laughs> you got to stay home, we can't do this. You got to play with your own friends, you know, from your own age. And, um, you know, I, I, I kept on, kept on, kept on pushing these guys. And one day my cousin, Desire, was like, man, you got to come over to the house and, you know, just test out your voice and see where you fit in. Man, I tried all the other parts and it, it just wouldn't work. He tried giving me a soprano because I think I was like 14 at that, at that time, 14 or 15. He tried giving me soprano, it wouldn't work. He tried giving me tenor, uh, alto, it just wouldn't work. So the only part that was left was bass. So he gave me this song. I was like, man, let's just try it, you know. <laughs> let's just but, try I it. Mean, got to that point. Were you, were you discouraged at all? Like, just I was. Like, I was. Like, honestly, I was discouraged because I was young and I never expected. I, nev I, I never would have expected at that time that I had a voice that heavy. Because if you hear me speaking, my voice, you know, it doesn't even sound that deep. Or when I start singing now, you know, it goes all the way down. So uh, he gave me a song. He gave me a line, actually. I sang that line just once, and he was like shocked. I was also shocked because I didn't know my voice would go that low. So imagine I'm singing with guys who are like five years older than me, and I'm the youngest, but I have the heaviest voice. I have the deepest voice. So I joined the group, and it, it, it became a quartet. Um, I was the bass. So that's how you know my vocal uh, musical journey started as well, and I started developing on my voice, and you know the rest is is history. So when you guys were were doing uh, or coming together, were you guys going around like the city and singing in different places, or? Oh yeah, so with solid praise, actually, what we did is we started in church. So we'll sing in church. We'll sing at church conferences. Uh, like all the national gatherings will get invited and we'll sing. And um, we ended up branching out, you know, wanted to explore like the, 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 the actual musical, the actual music industry in Zimbabwe. And we, we worked with a lot of people, like uh, some of the greatest musicians in Zimbabwe and the likes of, you know, I was part of Zim Praise, which is like the largest wow. gospel ensemble in Zimbabwe. And hey, in hey, some prayers, I was For those who don't know, do your research. <laughs> yeah, so in Zim Praise, I was like um, the only bass vocalist in Zim Praise. Like, it was a part of like 100, 100 plus uh, musicians. And uh, I was the only bass vocalist that they had. And uh, it was quite uh, an amazing and uplifting journey for me. Uh, you know, I believe it actually contributed to, you know, uh, where I am now and uh, the kind of person, the kind of musician that I've become. 
And uh, yeah, I, I, there's a lot of musicians that I work with, uh, and I know a lot of people here may not know them, but some of the greatest musicians in Zimbabwe. Wow. Yeah. So through that experience of also with Zim Praise, was that like your entry point to also like understanding like recording process of, uh, of music? So, so my, 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 my understanding of uh, like the production side, it actually started before, uh, before I joined Zim Praise. So uh, I had a friend called Liu Clyde, uh, uh, the producer at Kalino, Kalino, Kalino Records. Um, we grew up together and he, he just, he taught me like a lot of things when it came to, you know, the production side of music, recording as a vocalist and uh, also uh, being on the producer's side in the studio. So that's where my, 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 my understanding of the recording side uh, actually started. Um, I, I started, <laughs> it's funny, I, I used to be crazy about making beats with FO Studio <laughs> back when I was young. I don't know where that passion went, but <laughs> it was crazy. I used to make beats. Uh, some of them, I actually listen to them now. I'm like, man, oh, you still have them? good. Yeah, I have some of you them right now. <laughs> so I will. I'll definitely send them your way. Yeah. So, how, so yeah. how old were you at this at that point in time? When you at that point, I think I was around twenty. T, yeah, I think it was around 2021. 20, mm. Yeah. So you recently put out a single though, I think about mm. a year, a year or two ago. It's pre-pandemic. Yes. So yes, yes. Uh those 2019. when was that time period where you got back into the recording of your music? Well, being being uh not just a vocalist but also a songwriter um i i i i had it in, i had something that was pushing me like inside man you gotta do something you gotta do something you're sitting on this gift that you have yeah. and uh i when i came to the us i became a, a part of this group called closer um i don't know if you've heard about it so it's an ensemble that we put together with um a couple of African guys, Zimbabweans, we also have guys from Rwanda and also the, some guys from the US. So with this group, with this group, um, it also gave me an opportunity to, 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 to use my gift as a songwriter. I wrote this song called He Paid It All. It's actually, I think it's gonna be coming out sometime, sometime this year. So when I did that, when I wrote that song and did it with Closer, um, it really felt good. It was like, you know, hearing the song come out the way that it was coming out is like seeing your baby take the first step it's 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 right. like an overwhelming uh feeling that i had and i was like man i gotta i, I i've gotta do something i have to i have to uh record a single and just you know take it out there because um like i've told you i've i've been a bass vocalist all my life so i've never felt comfortable singing anything as a lead Mm. So it was like that 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 moment of, of of bravery. I told myself, you know what, I gotta give it a shot. Let me just do this and just send it out. Um, there's definitely people who are gonna like it. Uh, I know there's also people who are not, you know, gonna be for it. So I just I I I I, I had written the song called Morimwari, 
It's called your, uh, you know, it translated, uh, it means your God in English. So um, this is the song that I released. We're actually working on the video right now, which is going to be coming out, I think, in the next uh, three months. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah it's, it's been great. Even the reception, I was, I was actually amazed, man. I didn't expect that song to be received the way that it was. So, uh, yeah, um, it's been quite a journey. It's a dope song. So to, for me to hear you say that that was your first time, that's your first time releasing a song just solo? So actually, I have. I've, I've, I had done a couple of songs back in Zimbabwe, but I've never really been confident as a lead vocalist. I've been, I've been okay being a, a, a backup singer. I've been okay being a backup vocalist. <laughs> you know, because of my range. I just, I've always just felt that my range was limited. I couldn't go that high, you know, so I was okay as a, as a backing vocalist. So uh, I think I had last recorded a song, uh, I think five, more than five years ago. Wow. So all this time I've just been, you know, doing backup, backup stuff and uh, that's just been it. And that's, it's really a big thing, like, all the artists that are listening can relate, but for those mm -hmm. who don't know that feeling, it's like to really put yourself in a position to say that, you know, this is my art and this is me being vulnerable and open and honest. You're throwing it out to the world for anybody to laugh at it. Yes, yes. Art. So, yes. You know, it, it takes a lot of courage because what happens is when it comes to music, what we just need to understand is that music is not for us musicians, it's for the people. Mm. So a lot of times we worry about how we look, how we sound, and how the people are going to receive what we're doing. So this, 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 this why I realized that uh, as musicians, sometimes we end up complicating stuff because we want it to sound fancy and we want it to sound enticing yeah. to the people. Right. And, uh, and uh, most of the songs that have really made it to the chats uh, have been like the simplest song. Take, for example, All of Me. That song is like the simplest cause ever. Yeah. But it be became a hit. The songs that are like so complicated that are like, that have like complicated harmonies, they don't even like make it that far. Right. So with music, you know, just, just keep it simple. That's what I've learned, just keep it simple. It's for the people. You're not writing for musicians, you're writing for the general uh, the, the, the general public, the general audience that doesn't, most of, most of them who don't even have a background of music, they don't understand uh, the, the crazy harmonies that we're going to add to music, right. they don't understand the crazy minors, you know. So that's what I've just learned. That's why you, you, uh, you see that if you listen to that song, it's, I, just, I just had to make it simple. That's and a lot of people can actually relate. It's amazing you say that because I was actually listening to uh, a podcast with Pharrell and, and that was something that they were talking about, like how things just need to be simple and like there, mm -hmm. needs, there needs to be enough space for things to just breathe. And, and to yeah. your point, a lot of the times, super complex songs, like the production wise, since I'm, a producer, mm -hmm. I'm geeking out over it, I'm like, man, this is the greatest song. <laughs> and then I'm like trying to tell people like, you hear this, you hear this, and they're like, and, and exactly, you're a, you're a musician, right? So when you hear a, comp, a song that is like complex chords, complex harmonies, you're like, 
Wow. Did you hear that? But yeah. someone who doesn't understand music, they won't even hear what you're hearing. Yeah. They're like, dude, what are you talking about? Right. So if you want to sing, if you want to do a song that really make it, man, just make it simple. Make it relatable to everybody, not, you know, not just musicians. Because our circles, like, we, we, we live in a circle of musicians. Yeah. So the input that we get is basically uh, from a musician standpoint. But we don't take time to, you know, to think or to try and understand what the, what an, what the ordinary person uh, would like to hear or what they hear when we sing. Right. Yeah, so just make it simple, man. Simple. I'm one of those people because I, 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 I have an acapella uh, background. With acapella, it's all about crazy chords. It's about uh, crazy harmonies. It's about uh, putting, throwing all those minor chords in there, you know, trying to make it sound crazy. Yeah. With acapella, it can work. But in the real music world, man, like, you, you can't do that. Get lost in the sauce. Yeah, you'll just have musicians telling you, man, that's dope. But everybody else is <laughs> like, man, what's that? Right. <laughs> yeah. But on that note, I think it's it's that's a good way to end this interview. You know, keep yeah. it simple. And I really want to yeah. say again, I appreciate you coming through and, and telling your story. And for those who don't know, plug them in on your socials and where to reach you. Oh, yeah. So um, my Instagram is at, at official Trevor Marima. <laughs> I think you're going to need to throw it something, somewhere there on the screen because, <laughs> yeah, it's not really a common name. So at official Trevor Marima and my YouTube, it's, it's just my name, Trevor Marima. And just look for a single morning light and um, I hope you'll be blessed. And the best of luck to you. Mm. We got music coming through and we're going to keep on collaborating. I appreciate it. Definitely. Definitely.